0: Hello out there in wood flooring land, this is Michael Martin, President and CEO of the National Wood Flooring Association, and you're listening to the Real Outsiders Podcast with myself and Chris Zizza. Chris, how are you doing today?
1: Hey, I'm doing okay, guys.
0: Well, I really we, am. We should probably tell them who uh, you are first. I apologize. Chris is the President of the CNR Flooring in outside of Boston. Did I get that right?
1: Yeah, you did. I'm oh, President good. of CNR Flooring in Boston. I'm also Chairman of the Certified Professionals Board. And... um That'll be some of what we talk today, not, not about certified professionals, but you know, you know, me, it's always be a professional and funny you say that, uh, president of CNR flooring. I had one of our listeners call me recently. He's getting focused and you know, it's January, so it's time to get focused. You know, the beginning of the new year is when you make your changes and, and you try to execute in quarter one into qu- quarter two and and so on. So this guy great guy we've had some really cool conversations together he's trying to decide what he wants to call himself should it be a ceo should it be a president and it was a good conversation because what we were doing was trying to get focused on the message you're trying to get to your customers for 37 years i don't i'd have to look back on some of my previous business cards if i ever called myself a ceo And I don't think I have. I think I always went with president. I know guys in the industry that are going with CEO. I know guys that have CEO president. And I don't want to ramble on here. But I think the point is um, you want to be the best professional you can be. I think CNR might go to a time when, you know, the girl who runs our office, her name is Cheryl Wilcox. And she's a vice president. And there could come a time where she gets elevated to president. And we move someone else into a vice president's position. And then at that point, I would think I'm slightly removed from the business. And then I would be a CEO. And that's, you know, that's about structure, guys. So you have to think about what kind of structure do you want in your company? And if you're still small and you got, you know, three guys or five guys or two guys, you know, it, I don't know if CEO is the right word. But you don't need to get hung up on it. If that's what you want to call yourself, then you run with it.
0: I don't know. I kind of think um, you'll be eventually be chairman of the board, more like a Sinatra kind of position.
1: I you know what? Being Italian and one day I would just I would just love that, you know, the chairman. I always did like that about Frank Sinatra, by the way. Let me tell you something that happened to me, oh, maybe about two or three weeks ago. And I was pulling out, we're doing this really nice project. It's a big one. And it's on an island that has a peninsula, you know, like a causeway to get out there. And it's got a guard shack. We've all worked in them. I know Kenny Vanko down there in North Carolina has a couple of those causeways that he drives over every day to work in the big, very wealthy homes. So the guard shack guy just got to chatting me up that afternoon and he just kept talking. And you know what he said to me, Michael? He said geez, you're in a good mood to me. And I said, uh, it's the only mood I have, my friend. I said, um, my mom always said, you're never fully dressed without a smile. I try to live that, although I, I always say help ever hurt never. But I always do try to have a smile. And the guy said, you have no idea how many contractors pull up to this guard shack every day and they're a bunch of miserable bastards. And that's what he called them. And so here's the message, guys. We can't be sending that message to our clients or the guy at the guard shack or the concierge at the front desk of the high-rise we're working in. You have got to you have to have the attitude of, of always wishing everyone a good day. That's the image you need to portray if you want to keep working in in wealthy places. Nobody wants you know, miserable people or mopey attitudes. Who's gonna benefit from me acting like a miserable person? Nobody. Do you guys run into that, Mike?
0: No, I've never met any miserable contractors.
1: <laughs> You're such a jerk sometimes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know my bathroom story. You know, I started renovating the bathroom during COVID and uh had three contractors, plumbers, not not wood flooring guys, our wood flooring spotlessly perfect the bathroom was not the case it took almost a year and a half and cost a lot more than it was supposed to and we went through three different plumbers and went in yesterday and the toilet's leaking even though it's only been used three three four times
1: yeah yeah it's just you got to do your job i that's that's what i finally when i drove away i said to the guy go look i try and do the right thing every day i try to give the best quality product i can every day And I try to do it with a good attitude. And the guy goes, well, yeah. Isn't that the goal every day? Just just do the right thing. It's not that hard. And we drove away and he was happy and I was happy. But I guess the, 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 the one sentence to that is at 57 years old and 37 years in the wood flooring business, I'm still growing and I'm still changing. And I think that's the secret. Because if you're not growing and changing, guess what you are doing? Then you're dying. You just can't sit there and do the same thing over and over. So I applaud that guy, um, who's trying to decide what his title is going to be as he's restructuring his company and trying to get organized. I think it's I think it's great that he's doing it. And you know, we talked a lot about how to elevate our own team and give responsibilities and in, in in the right direction. That's what we want to focus on as you go into. 2023.
0: As we finished the year with a board meeting with the emerging leaders, we brought both of those groups together and worked with a consultant to work through what we want to be when we grow up or what at least for the next three years. And so what we came out of that with was to elevate, you know, we're not, we're not doing anything wrong, but we need to elevate our game. So in, in a lot of ways, there are things that we, yeah, we've been doing for a long time, but we can do some of them better. Sometimes you do things for a long time and you don't need to do them anymore. They've either worn their course or they're no longer relevant for trade associations anyway. So we're starting to look at a lot of that stuff. You know, we know our opportunity for growth is going to involve, for example, having to look at uh, different ways of translating our materials into different languages, not only for, you know, a global presence, but also just here in the States. So many of the markets now are bilingual or uh, multiple cultures are doing floors that weren't doing those. 10 years ago or 15 years ago. So we've got to keep up with those times and make for sure that our education is reaching the people that are actually out there putting in the floor. So that's some of the work we'll be doing over the next year as we talk about heading into 2023.
1: So I agree completely. And it's a little bit, guys, I, I know some of this stuff just might sound redundant or God, this is on his soapbox again, talking about being a professional. But the reality is you have to go the extra mile all the time that's how you become successful. And I've heard so many guys go, I'm never going to do that. And I just in the back of my head go, and that's why you're never going to get from here to there. And so a couple of weeks ago, I had a client wanted to see some samples and I drove to the client to show him the samples. Now I get it. You could just chop off a piece, but he wanted to see two full bundles of our flooring, our Xenon our, our unfinished. So this guy wanted to see two bundles and he was in Virginia. So I jumped in my truck with two bundles, seven feet long, eight feet long, whatever they were. And uh, I cruised down and it was 10 hours down and 10 and a half hours back. And, but I got to say this to the gentleman in front of him. I said, this is how you can expect us to take care of our customers. We're gonna do it face to face. We're gonna make sure that we have dialogue so that you can see it in my eyes that I'm going to deliver what you asked for. And you don't get that all the time over the phone or in a text message or, or, you know, whatever, Snapchat, whatever the hell it's called. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. uh,
0: 57. And, you know, Snapchat,
1: yeah, well, what it, what was it Bill Bill Belichick said in a, in a press conference one time? He's like, I don't know. I'm not on FaceChat or Snapbook, whatever it is you guys do. <laughs> and I, I laughed my ass off. It was funny. But um, but here's the good news. Yeah, guess what? I invested 20 and a half hours on a Thursday and a Friday to get those samples in front of that client. And yesterday, that client bought a whole container of flooring, 14,000 feet. And... Guess what? We're off. We're off and running with a new relationship and I'm excited. So go the extra mile. It doesn't always turn into an immediate sale, but they are going to be thinking this guy's dedicated to his job. And that's the message. And when you are dedicated to your job and you are delivering great product, you can make sure you sell at the right number and you're going to make money and you're going to be successful.
0: Well, let me ask you a serious question. When you're out sure. on a on a drive like that, what do you look for? Is there something in particular you like to stop at if you're in the car for 10 and a half hours?
1: Well, I like to listen to the Real Answers podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, I mean, oh. you know, do you, do you stop at parks? Do you stop at McDonald's? What do you look for? Like, what do you see on I, a trip like that? I think mean, one of the things about driving like that is you get to see a lot of things you didn't know existed.
1: You're going to call me crazy, but I'm going to tell you, I look at all the trucks going by the contractor trucks all the time. I'm always looking at everybody's truck to see if there's a better idea out there. And it's funny. You asked that question because this morning I was driving behind a truck and it said quality, honesty, and trust. And Oh, and, and safe. He said safe, quality, honesty, and trust. Those are the four things on the back of his truck. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. I wonder if we should put that on a truck. I thought it was interesting that he said safe, you know, and because we are working in people's homes and you want people to feel safe protocol on how to behave in a house. I think I've said it before, you know, when my guys ask a client, if they can use the bathroom, the, the word we use is facilities. Can we use your facilities? I I try. I don't like my guys saying the word toilet.
0: Well, you plus that, that also opens up the possibility that maybe they could use the kitchen or the workout room or any of the other facilities <laughs> in the home, right? We've worked really
1: hard at getting our guys to stop going to the bathroom and the kitchen sink. But, <laughs> you know, and, I, and I feel like we've accomplished that You know, in our professional way.
0: Well, speaking Um. of being professional, I will tell you a quick story since you brought up the whole truck thing. We, uh, we were in, um, I think it was Atlanta. And we were at a trade show and there were three or four uh, NWFA people in the car and we were driving, to the, driving over to the convention center and we saw this truck that said NWFA certified on the side of it. So, you know, we took pictures of it. Oh, that's cool. We You know, it's great to see the NWKCP logo out there. And it actually was the current one, which is rare to see sometimes uh, when transitions happen. You usually see the old one for a while, but it was the new one. And so we were really impressed. And then um, we looked them up in the database and not only were they not certified, but they weren't even members. Who does that? Why would you do that?
1: Oh, that's so aggravating. I hate that.
0: But it actually proves the point of the program, right? Like, people want to see that you're certified. People want to see that you're a professional. And even though they weren't, they, were put it, they knew to put it out there so the consumer understood that there was something different about them. So, I mean, I kind of looked at it. I tried to find the positive piece of that and say, well, at least it was free advertising for the program. And maybe some consumer out there went to the NWFA consumer website and found a certified professional to go out and do their job. But, you know, at the same time, it's, it's, uh, it's frustrating to see people use your stuff for free
1: yeah you know, I get it. We need to put an ass hat sticker on that. Right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> is this the year you know, of the ass hat twenty
1: twenty three you know, i I'm gonna tell you something. You have no idea how many people have called me and said I love the ass hat episode
0: i know i've gotten so, that, I've gotten more feedback on the word using the word asshat than anything else on this podcast
1: <laughs> That's awesome but um you know i I think as um there is one thing that I did this year because I got nervous with all this talk about a downturned economy or recession. I hate that word. And, but I did get afraid and I went and I made a list and I'm going to recommend you do this guys because it's waking me up. And this is what I did. In December, I put out, I don't know. I want to say there's like 14 or 15 quotes that I did. And all total, those quotes came out to roughly 2.75, 2.3 million dollars. And I was excited because these jobs are right around the corner in first quarter and second quarter for 2023. And now here we are a month later and three of them I didn't get. Now, I have this on a whiteboard in my office at my home. And so where I start off my morning every day and I got to go up to that whiteboard and I've written no and drew a line through the ones that I didn't get so far. And I put a check mark and I wrote yes on the ones that I have gotten and new ones have come in. So now this, this scrolling tote board, if you will, uh, whiteboard of gauging my sales as they go. Now, some of you guys might already do this, but you know life was moving too fast last uh, two quarters that I, I wasn't doing it. And you know what it's doing, guys? It's making me check on the jobs and talk to the builder and talk to the client and ask them, um, do you need anything else for me on this? And on one of them, they actually said we didn't get the job. And then I said, not a problem. Was there, you know, what you get to ask, why didn't you get it? But then two weeks later, they came back. There were some designer changes and they said, we'd actually like to go with you now so we reeled it back in but we were having the dialogue on the job and that particular job's pretty big it's about 265,000 um so i'm excited to pull that one back in but watching the jobs that you have quoted i think i was guilty in 2022 of pressing send and not following up and my I I also don't like resolutions, <laughs> but uh, but what I'm going to try for 2023 is I'm going to try follow up. I'm going to try to stay more focused on my clients and the jobs that are in front of us, because I think we need to win as many jobs as possible in 2023.
0: I agree. I think 2023 is going to be a little more challenging to find uh, new business, but at the same time, uh, maybe better business. You just, you just don't know. So one of the things I wanted to mention before we wrap up here is we've talked about elevating your game this year. And one of the things we're going to do is elevate this podcast a little bit in the coming future. Maybe we'll start with the next one or the one after that, depending on our time schedule. Cause I know um, we're both traveling quite a bit here, services and some other shows, Tice, et cetera, um, coming up. So I look forward to seeing you there, number one. And number two, um, on the podcast next year, which maybe we can talk about when we're in Las Vegas, we're going to kind of take the uh, Small Business Administration's model of building a business and take each one of those chapters so that you have some resources out there that are available to you online um, from the Small Business Administration. But we're going to talk about those in specifics with wood flooring and how you started your business. And then we're going to add in some guests, um, some CPAs or some marketing folks as we kind of talk through those different pieces of your business um, over the next 12 months. So we're really excited about having a series that is sequential, that'll kind of take you through from beginning to end what it, what it takes to really build a business. And you can refer back to those and hopefully those will be a really good asset. Um, as we move into the future.
1: Ha, I love it. I love how you worked in asset,
0: right? It's the opposite of asset. No, it's the opposite.
1: (laughs) I'm very excited about it. I know we've talked about it behind the scenes. So I'm looking forward to building a business on the podcast with all of you guys, and then watching us all, including myself, implement it into our own personal companies and expand and grow and get better and get stronger and get more profitable. And uh, I, I'm very appreciative of the opportunity to do the show and I thank everyone out there for listening every time we put it out there. Um, it helps me grow and I hope it helps you grow. Right. Appreciate your time out there, keep it real.
0: Thanks, Chris. You're listening to the Real Answers Podcast. We'll see you next time.